Fellow lipstick and tea listeners, I'm your host Faith Brockers, and guess who's back? Hi guys, it's Brianna. Yes, Bree is back with us, and I'm so so happy. She always have great insights, and tonight we are discussing the topic of injustice and oppression in today's society, as well as the latest protests. As everyone knows, Colin Kaepernick, uh, my husband, actually plays them uh, on Monday, so. You know, we've gotten quite a bit of tweets and stuff about that as well. But how have you been, Bree? I've been good. I missed everyone. It's been a minute, but Faith has been faithfully, pun intended, holding it down <laughs> with all of you with her wonderful podcast. So hopefully you haven't missed me too much, but I'm happy to be back. Yes, yes talking about racial injustice in America and um, especially as it pertains to current times. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most recently, we have all, I'm sure, heard, as Faith mentioned, about Colin Kaepernick and his protests against um, standing during the national anthem. Um, And I have a quote from Colin after the preseason game against Green Bay at the Levi Stadium, where he said, I am not going to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that opposes black people and people of color. To me, this is bigger than football, and it would be selfish on my part to look the other way. There are bodies in the street and people getting paid leave and getting away with murder. A lot of people have taken issue with um, Kaepernick's stance on this. Um, One person, for example, would be Shaquille O'Neal, who commented on Fox and Friends, where he said, I don't know Colin, but again, to each his own. I don't really have a say on it, but I would never do that. My father was a military man, and you know, he protected this country. Uncles are in law enforcement. You know, they go out and work hard every day. Just there are other ways to get your point across. Um, a lot of people have agreed with Shaquille O'Neal um, as it pertains. A lot of people are focusing on um, the fact that him not standing up or him not, yeah, him not standing during the national anthem is like kind of like an FU to the military. Yeah, like kind of like a disrespect because Roger Goodell also, in a sense, brought it out as maybe it could be a disrespect like he can do it uh in a more respectful way and i'm gonna quote him roger goodell understands colin kaepernick has a right to protest but he doesn't agree with kaepernick's choice to sit and or kneel on wednesday goodell stated that he doesn't necessarily agree with what he is doing however goodell added that he supports uh the players when they want to see change in society and we don't live in a perfect society. Goodell, who states that he personally believes very strongly in that patriotism, noted that the NFL is very patriotic. Goodell continued, I think it's important to have respect for our country, for our flag, for the people who make our country better, for law enforcement, and for our military, who are fighting for our freedoms and our ideals. I think it's important if they see things they want to change in society, and clearly we have things that we can do better in society, we should get better. But we have to choose uh, respectful ways of doing that so we can achieve the outcome we ultimately want and do it with the values and ideals that make our country great. For me, like I, okay, I wouldn't personally do it, um, but I definitely understand Colin Kaepernick's point on it and he does have the right to do it you know he's not hurting anybody it is you know you have the right to protest and it's not a violent way of him protesting but for me I don't think I would do it I just think it's just a common just a known common courtesy in my opinion right and well I think for me one thing I want to clarify, a lot of people are, as soon as they hear it, it's like, oh, Colin Kaepernick, he doesn't support America, he doesn't support our military and our troops, but this is not even about the military. It literally has zero 
to do with the military and the armed forces. Kaepernick is quoted as saying that I have a great respect for the men and women that have fought for this country. I have family, I have friends that have gone and fought for this country and they fight for freedom. They fight for people. They fight for liberty and justice for everyone. That's not happening. People are dying in vain because this country isn't holding their end of the bargain up. Um, and so a, a lot of veterans have came out and showed their support for Kaepernick. Um, there's even hashtag on Twitter, veterans for Kaepernick. And a lot of people have came out and supported him. Again, as Faith said, while everyone does not necessarily agree with his method, um, they understand um, what he's doing and it's his right, which is ironic because um, in Reverend Martin Luther King Jr.'s letter from Birmingham on April 16th, 1963, he literally quoted, um, citing that, first I must confess that over the last few years, I have been gravely disappointed with the moderate, with white moderates. I have almost reached the regrettable conclusion that the Negro's great stumbling block in the stride toward freedom is not the white citizen's counselor or the Ku Klux Klanner but the white moderate who is more devoted to order than justice, who prefers a negative peace, which is the absence of tension, to a positive peace, which is the presence of justice, who constantly says, I agree with you in the goal you seek, but I can't agree with your methods of direct action, who paternalistically feels he can set the timetable for another man's freedom, who lives by the myth of time and who constantly advises the Negro to wait until a more convenient season. Um, and that was in 1963. And yet here we are in 2016 saying, I understand what you're trying to do, but I just don't agree with your method, which was the exact same thing that happened during Reverend Martin Luther King Jr.'s lifetime. So um, it's essentially come full circle once again um, that we're still in a time where we're still fighting for equality. And that's the thing. The First Amendment clearly states, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. So it's kind of hypocritical to say that the very thing that this country supposedly founded on equality um, and the right to protest peacefully, which Kaepernick's doing, he's sitting down on a bench or taking a knee. Um, but people are upset when this is, you're mad because this is America, the land of the free, where we have the right to protest or to speak our minds, free, freedom of speech. Yet you're mad that he's speaking because you don't like what he's speaking about. The military, the members of the armed forces fought for the freedom for him to disagree. They fought for him to have the right to sit down. Mm -hmm. There are countries where if you don't do things like that, you're caned or killed. If you don't agree with their ideas and thoughts, yet this is America where we should have that right to say, you know what? I don't agree with everything and I'm still going to be okay with it. So um, I just think that that's a bit ironic that people's stance is shut up and play but he's exercising his right in a country that was founded for him to have that right. Right. I mean, but it's bringing on a change. Um, I saw an article, and it's uh, saying that the Seattle Seahawks, the entire team, will protest in the opening game on Sunday against the Miami Dolphins. So I definitely think that it's bringing on... Maybe not a good thing in some people's eyes, but it's promoting people to talk about what's going on in today's society. You know, the oppression, the injustice, the double standard with races, with our today's race. We also have Brandon Marshall of the Denver Broncos, and he also took a knee. And he was also um, Colin Kaepernick's uh, college teammate, but he took a knee um, this past game uh was it Thursday, against the Panthers. So I think it's definitely getting people to open their eyes. Right. And it might make some people mad. Right. And I mean, and you're right, there are, it's bringing awareness. It's definitely good or bad, whatever people's opinion is, 
the conversation is happening. People are talking about it. People are thinking whether you're taking a stand in unity with Colin or you're opposing him. The point is it's on your mind and it's being brought to the forefront, which is important. Um, again, the irony is, though, going back to this great country that we all live in and we're blessed to be here is that we are here in a country that was that we were fought to have these liberties to do these things. And um, it's it amazes me the extent that people will go even toward violence when literally the First Amendment says the right to peaceably assemble. Um, and we're supposed to be peaceful. People get mad when we see police brutality or violence. People are saying, oh, Black Lives Matter. They're bringing about violence in the world. Yet, Colin Kaepernick, who is taking a peaceful stance, and there are people who want violence. Um, I've seen some of the comments in your um, social media faith where people are like asking your husband to attack him, and people yeah. are oh, I know what he comes to town, and every, the people are wanting to do violence. And it brings me back to 2006, I believe it was, when Natalie Maines of the Dixie Chicks, she was quoted as saying at one of the concerts, "Just so you know, we're on the good side with y'all. We don't, we do." not want this war this violence and we're ashamed that the president of the united states is from texas um at the time she was referring to president george w bush mm -hmm. um and afterward they were actually um threats of physical harm and death wishes to them which is what brought about their song not ready to make nice when mm -hmm. she said um it's a sad sad world when a, a mother will teach her daughter that she ought to hate a perfect stranger and how in the world can the words that i said send somebody so over the edge that they'd write me a letter saying that I better shut up and sing or my life will be over. And that's essentially what people, some people have said about Colin Kaepernick. It's shut up and play football, but he is exercising his rights. It's not, um, it's not mutually exclusive. It's not a, either you, you do this or that he has the right to take a knee or sit on a bench and then get up and play football. She yeah. has a right to say her piece and then get up and sing a song. It doesn't apply just when you think it should or just what the majority of the world thinks. There are lots of things in this world that lots of people have had to deal with. And they had no no choice but to accept that that's a person's choice. Yeah. You know, there are lots of people. People have the right. I've seen here, um, I've gone to the mall and I see people protesting picket signs. Whether they are protesting for something I'm for or against, I can't tell them, shut up and go home, get off the sidewalks and go home. That's their right. We have to learn to accept, well, we, all, we have to learn to respect people's rights. Because you can't say, America, or America, Team America, whatever you say, USA, but then you say, let's kill them for sitting down. Let's kill her. For what she said. Yeah, and then the fact that he gets death threats because he is trying to exercise his right, I think it's very appalling. Right, you want to bring physical harm to someone, and also you're not necessarily seeing um, his point of view. The contorted view that, oh, Colin Kaepernick hates the military. He never said that. All he simply says is that he can't stand for, in support of a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. That is his right. If he doesn't feel like standing, that's his right. Okay. And you have the right to not agree with that. Right. But a lot of people, I mean, and a lot of people are backing him also. Jesse Smollett, I don't know if uh, people are familiar with the Smollett family, um, but he's on Empire. And he um, came out on Instagram saying, it's always interesting to me when the folks... Uh, who apparently hold up our constitution in such high regard attempt to slash someone for exercising their constitutional rights. Open your eyes to who gets the pass and who doesn't. That's all I'm saying. I stand and kneel with Kaepernick. Right, exactly. I, I agree with what he said because it's true. If you're going to say you're an American, if you're going to say you love the Constitution, you support the Constitution, you're for the Constitution, you live and you die by the Constitution, that's great. But you got to live and die by it in all, all cases. Right, Whether right. it's something you agree with or not, you can learn to respectfully agree to disagree and keep it moving. Again, I'm not saying Kaepernick is right. I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm not saying I would kneel. I'm not saying I would stand. What I am saying is 
in this case, he has the right to do whatever he wants within reason and within what his constitutional rights are, which is he has the right to peacefully protest, which is what he's chosen to do. He didn't go on uh, the field in a Black Lives Matter jersey. He didn't go on some rampage. He didn't burn a flag. He didn't um, do anything like that. He simply sat down and it made people angry. And honestly, going back on the Black Lives Matter, you know, I first off, I understand that a lot of people have, um, you know, kind of referred to that as being the modern day KKK. But the Women's National Basketball Association, they did the Black Lives Matter T-shirts during their warmups and they actually got fined for it. Um, The New York Liberty, the Phoenix Mercury and the Indiana Fever were fined $5,000 a piece and their players were fined $500 a piece. You know, so I don't really know how to feel about just like them protesting. First off, in in my opinion, you are in a professional setting as far as the Black Lives Matter t-shirts go. Um, Maybe it could have been done in another place in time, but it's still their right. You know, during the time Black Lives Matter was, you know, on high demand, it still is in a sense, but going back, they just felt the need to bring light to the issue. Right. And even um, going back to what you said, um, well, being fine, U.S. soccer player Megan Rapinoe of the Washington Spirit, she actually was going to kneel um, in solidarity with Ka- Kaepernick during their game, mm-hmm. during the national anthem. However, the um, the league ended up playing the national anthem ahead of the team coming out of the locker room mm-hmm. um, so that she wasn't allowed the opportunity to kneel. And again, it's now you're stripping someone of their right. Because now you're saying you don't have the right to protest. Matter of fact, to ensure you can't protest, I'm going to put you in a situation to where it's the opportunity for protest to occur is taken from you. And so, again, we look at this as, okay, this is supposed to be America, the land of the free, where we have the right to do this and the right to do that. freedom of speech. So it's just like taking away all of that. So what are we left with? The right when we say you have the right. When the majority agrees with your right. And that is un-American. Just like Dr. King said about people saying that they agree with the goal, but they don't agree with your methods. Well, nobody agrees with anyone all the time, but that's the thing. You don't have to like my method. You just have to respect my method. And that's what it all boils down to. I can remember lots of instances growing up where people would say things, um, hurtful things, and... I couldn't go kill someone over it. I had to toughen it up and accept that that's a person's right to their opinion. That's their right to do this, that, and the third. Um, And I couldn't do anything about that. There's lots of instances where we all have something that happens, and it doesn't even have to be as deep as racism, but there's always going to be times where we don't agree on all things, but you can't take a person's right to protest away or their right to their opinion away or tell them that it's cool, but you um, you can't do this all the time. I don't think when Colin Kaepernick signs his contract, he signed his soul away as well. So for someone to tell him that you have the right to play football and shut up, he's more than just a football player. Mm-hmm. He's a human so being. You- and like this is something that's dear to him. He's half white, half black. So, you know, with the with the Black Lives Matter and, you know, the police brutality going towards African-American men, that's something that pertains to him. So if he feels the need to protest in that moment, that's his right. Now, am I saying that his protest is correct, in my opinion? No, not necessarily. But in in all honesty... He's not hurting anybody. And to go back to what you just said about him being half white and half black, some people didn't know that, um, apparently. Um, Rodney Harrison, he actually was quoted when asked um, at Spokes Talk 790 AM, he said, I'll tell you this, I'm a black man, and Colin Kaepernick, he's not black. 
He cannot understand what I face and what other young black men and black people face or people of color face on every single basis. When you walk in a grocery store and you might have 2000 or 3000 in your pocket and you go up into a footlocker and they're looking at you like you're about to steal something. Now, Harrison has since apologized for his tweet saying, I never intended to offend anyone. I was speaking, I was trying to speak about my experiences as an African American. Mm -hmm. I apologize to anyone that I offended. Wasn't meant to be hurtful to anyone. God bless. Last point I want people to know, I never knew he was mixed. I should not have called Colin Kaepernick's race into question during this morning's radio interview. It was a mistake and I apologize. But that's the thing. He didn't know that Colin Kaepernick was black. And so he laid into a rant. And a lot of times, um, oppression's not just faced within opposing races. It's very much so, especially in the black community, within the race, um, where people don't classify you as being black. Just like Soledad O'Brien, she's faced a lot of um, issues where people are saying, why is she speaking out? against white supremacy, uh, she thinks she's black. Well, her mom's Afro-Cuban, and that makes her African, so therefore she is black, so therefore she's a black woman. Just because she's not 100% grade A straight out of Africa, black mm -hmm. doesn't make her any less black. And back going back to hundreds of years, there was the one drop rule. If you had one drop of African blood in you, you were black. So... Not only are minorities, but specifically blacks, facing oppression from outside races, but they're also facing it within their own race, which is absolutely ludicrous. Yeah, I think it's ludicrous. But, you know, we, we've always dealt with that. And it's going, you know, back to the Willie Lynch, you know, light skin versus dark skin. Oh, how black are you? Colin Kaepernick is light-skinned, obviously, because he's biracial. But it's just like, oh, you're not as black as me. You know, so it's just, you always have, you've always had that. I deal with that, you know, as well, being, you know, a darker-skinned woman. So it's always been that way between our own race. Right, and as you said, Willie Lynch wrote in his letter of 1712 that he had a foolproof method for controlling black slaves guaranteed to control slaves for at least 300 years, which would have been since 2012. And in 2016, he still, we're, well, I wouldn't say we, but it's still happening to this day. Mm -hmm. And he said the second, um, his second method or his second point to his method is color or shade. There is intelligence, size, sex, size of plantations, and status on plantations, attitude of owners, whether the slaves live in a valley, on a hill, east, west, north, south, have fine hair, coarse hair, or is tall or short. You must use the dark-skinned slaves versus the light-skinned slaves and the light-skinned slaves versus the dark-skinned slaves. And here you have it well, well past 300 years. Now it's, what, 304 years, and we still have the, oh, why are you acting light-skinned? Oh, you dark-skinned. Oh, Django this, it's still occurring, and people don't even realize it. This man wrote a letter about it, literally saying, I can make your race fall apart by putting two groups of people, or rather breaking up the group of people into multiple subgroups and have them fight against each other. Exactly. And that's what's happening. Yeah. And then a lot of people, you know, like with the uh, radio hosts, not knowing that Kaepernick was black, probably because he does have... Um, lighter skin his hair is not as coarse so then again we've already stereotyped our own race because they don't look like us right um, but then again that goes it's crazy though because even though Rodney Harrison not knowing here's a man who is standing up for racial equality mm -hmm. and you choose to say he ain't black that's your response. This man is standing up for equality, and your response is Colin Kaepernick isn't black. Why yeah, does that matter? It, it doesn't really matter, and it's going back to um, the award show with Jesse Williams uh, doing his speech, and Justin Timberlake went on Twitter saying, yes, hashtag Jesse Williams, and a lot of people flagged him for it because he was a white man, you know, 
trying to talk on how he think that the speech was good and it should promote change. It doesn't matter who in it. Well, we know that Colin Kaepernick is biracial and he does have black heritage, but it doesn't matter if he were white, you know, he does, he still wants to promote change. Right. Bernie Sanders marched during the civil rights era and people love feel the burn Bernie Sanders, this and that he's not black yet. We can support that. However, not knowing someone's race or having an issue like, oh, Jesse Williams wants to talk about racial equality. Mm -hmm. um, he's not even all the way black. Or people saying President Obama, oh, he's biracial. What does it matter? Like, you're missing the point. If someone, even from an outside race, is coming to help you, to help this country, to help equality form, we shouldn't be sitting here fighting it. I didn't know that there was a standard you had to be this black to protest or this black to be an activist. That's where the problem comes in is that people want to look at your the color of your skin and tell you you have to be this shade to do this and this shade to do that. To, in order to be down for the cause, you got to look like this and talk like this and act like this and live in this area. It's ludicrous. That's why you get nowhere. That's why change can't happen because we're so focused on what a person needs to do to be considered down with the cause or to um validate their blackness or uh, yeah. their authenticity that we can't see what the whole purpose of it is which is coming together right. and I, now i understand a lot of people were talking about justin timberlake and cultural appropriation but that's a whole different topic if this man wants to say yes hashtag jesse williams are in support of well that's a step in the right direction right. if bernie sanders wants to march peacefully during the civil rights era that's a step in the right direction if soledad o'brien is unapologetically proud of her blackness no matter how small the percentage that's a step in the right direction because for a long time, we had black people trying to pass, meaning deny their blackness. And so now we have people who are unapologetic about their blackness, but somehow people think that it's wrong because they're not dark, dark enough. Right. Or it's an ignorance level. It, 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 it really is. Right. And you get nowhere from it. Stop putting negative connotations to skin tone. Being light skin. I'm light skin. I'm not ashamed of it. Acting light skin. Well, let me tell you what that is. Since I'm a light skin person, for me to act light skin means to speak articulately. To act light skin means to be intelligent, means to be strong, means to be powerful, means to be ambitious and means to stand up for my rights in this country. So if that's being light skin, then I'm proud to be it. And the same thing for being dark skin. There's no negative connotation in my eyesight of being dark skin. It's being a beautiful, brown, chocolate-skinned person who is also strong, who is also intelligent, who is also ambitious, who is also motivated. So mm -hmm. we need to cut the crap, stop uh, separating skin tones and telling someone what they can and not do within the confines of their uh, the color of their skin. Yeah. And I also just wanted to mention, um, as it, going back to what Shaquille O'Neal said about um, his father being in the military and having family members in law enforcement and how he would never mm -hmm. protest that way. There was very, um, it's very evident that there was discrimination against African Americans within the U.S. military. During the Revolutionary War, it was forbidden in the South that slaves be armed for fear from Southern plantation um, owners that the former slaves would retaliate. Um, mm -hmm. Also, during the War of 1812, which ironically, that's what um, the national anthem speaks on. During the national anthem, which Francis Scott Key wrote about the Battle of Fort McHenry in Baltimore during the War of 1812, during the War of 1812, um, African Americans were allowed to be sailors in the U.S. Army. However, they were prohibited from being in the U.S. Army. Actually, there was the Law of 1792, which... Uh, prohibited the enlistment of blacks in the army mm -hmm. and it became the u.s army's official policy until 1862 um, and then also going after that there's several instances throughout history where african americans were not treated fairly within the military system whether it be being unarmed and having to be on the front lines the first to get killed being separated um in a separate uh unit or group then also being paid some significantly lower wages in the U.S. military. So let's be clear about this. While we support our troops, thank you for your service. Mm -hmm. um, I, too, have family members who have been in the armed forces, and I'm very much so uh, pro-military. 
But let's be honest and factual that the fact is there was a time and still to a certain degree, even now, where racism existed in the U.S. military. African-Americans were not treated fairly in the U.S. military. It was not hunky-dory grade A. Now, we should definitely have respect for our troops, for those people who lay their lives down, for the freedoms that we have, those people who are brave enough, bold enough, strong enough, courageous enough to fight for those freedoms. But let's also be clear that in the Revolutionary War, they wasn't fighting here like, oh, yes, kumbaya, this is America, we see no color. A lot of them had no choice. It was, you're a slave, get your behind out there on the front lines. Or it was, if you want to get free, participate in this military. So it wasn't this hunky-dory, kumbaya, all is well um, notion that some would like to say that it was. Um, Racism existed there, too. Mm -hmm. So, again, going back to Colin Kaepernick and his stance on equality, that's what he's saying. It's, it's, I can't stand in support of something that doesn't support me, Mm -hmm. Um, where there's not equality for all and fairness for all. And whether or not I agree with his stance, I still have to respect his choice, his decision, his constitutional right to peacefully protest. Yeah. I mean, and I and I I feel them. And going back to it, also, um, Bree, I don't know if you remember when we had the conversation um, with uh, Mike and Harold about if all publicity is good publicity. But in in hindsight of him doing this protest, and it is for you know, it's it, it's well in his constitutional right. But when him doing the protest. His jerseys are actually the highest selling jersey in the NFL right now. Like 11 days after San Francisco's Colin Kaepernick de- uh, debuted his police brutality protest by sitting during the national anthem, the backup uh, QB is growing in popularity. As of Tuesday morning, Kaepernick's jersey is the highest selling jersey in the league. Um, the number seven jersey, which has now surpassed the sales of both Tom Brady and Antonio Brown was reportedly the 20th selling on the team just a few weeks ago. According to Forbes, the only two players who have had a faster surge in jersey sales in uh, New York receiver um, Odell Beckham Jr. and Dallas running back Ezekiel Elliott. Over the weekend, celebrities including J. Cole, also Trey Songs were spotted wearing and performing Kaepernick's jersey, a move many assume to be in support of his movement. And also you have people that are also videotaping themselves burning his jersey. Now, honestly, I don't know if he cares if you're burning his jersey, especially if you went out and bought his jersey just so you can videotape yourself burning his jersey. You burn in your own money. So I'm pretty sure he's just like, do what you will with it. But um, he is actually um, thanking people for buying his jersey. He also put on Instagram, I want to thank everyone who has shown me love and support. It truly means a lot. I wasn't expecting my jersey sales to jump to number one because of this. But it shows that the people's belief that we can achieve justice and equality for all. The only way I can repay you for the support is to return the favor by donating all the proceeds I receive from my jersey sales back into the communities. I believe in the people and we can be the change. So I definitely, I definitely, you know, support that. Like I definitely um, feel that people can come together to create a change. Now, do I necessarily agree with how he did it? Uh, No, but... It's promoting change and it's promoting people to begin to talk about what we have to change. Because also Madden 17 will incorporate Colin Kaepernick's um, protest. And it goes on to say Colin Kaepernick protest of the national anthem has made it into the world of gaming. Mention uh, will be made of the San Francisco 49ers QB referral to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. In Madden uh, NFL 17, it was announced by EA Sports on Tuesday, August 30th, that Kaepernick's decision will be briefly mentioned in-game, reflecting our commitment to authenticity in Madden NFL 17. So what do you think about that? I mean, again, 
regardless of your stance on it, whether you're in support of him or not, um, the conversation has started, which I think it's an important conversation to have. Obviously, being a black woman uh, in America, I think that it's an important conversation to have. I, too, support um, having equality and justice in this country uh, mm-hmm. and that the Constitution be upheld and by all what's good mm-hmm. for the goose should be good for the gander. Um, mm-hmm. And then also going back to what you said about the jersey being burned, well, they burned LeBron's jersey too, and then they ended up buying new ones. So people are so people. <laughs> like if the San Francisco 49ers end up in the Super Bowl, I guarantee at least some of those fans are going to go run out to the store and go get their Kaepernick jer- jerseys mm-hmm. back, especially if he's the quarterback during that time period. So people are fickle. You love him today, you hate him tomorrow. It goes back to... Um, the whole mindset of shut up and play. You think he's a puppet. He's not your dog. He's not your puppy. Your ticket sales, don't. you don't contribute that much to his contract. Now, collectively, maybe so, but your $170 ticket to a San Francisco game <laughs> does not give you the right to tell this man what he can and cannot do within right. his um, life. But I do think that that's really great that they are in incorporating it into the game um, because it's a piece of history. It's a, mm-hmm. uh, just as Muhammad Ali protested, and that's a piece of history that we can talk about and still right. talk about to this day. This is a piece of history. Whether you agree or don't agree with him, the conversation has started. Whether you like his methods or not, fabulous. Like, this is so awesome. You don't agree with his method, but you agree with his goal, great. Let's have a conversation with how we can reach that goal. Right. That's all it, it all boils down to. I don't want to hear from the trolls of Twitter and Facebook and social media who who just want to bully and say horrible things. If you have an educated way to solve the problem, to bridge the gap, talk about that. Let's come up with a constructive way to end racism in this country, to bring forth true equality that this country speaks of being founded upon and make that happen. Otherwise, let's not talk about it. If you're just going to sit here because you're jumping on a bandwagon of, oh, we hate Kaepernick, I hate him too. Oh, America, America, hashtag America. If that's all you're doing and you're going to go back home and eat Doritos and go to sleep and wait till the next hot topic, you, my friend, need to sit down and shut up. But if you're going to say something and have um, something of substance to say, something to contribute to change being made, that's different. And if you don't know what you should, if you paid attention in high school, if you don't know the Constitution, mm-hmm. learn your Constitution so that you can know what people's rights are and that we can work toward making those rights actually implemented in this country. The protesting goes way back to many, many athletes. And then just recently, Gabby Douglas was flagged for not placing her hand in front of her heart during the national anthem. So people wondered, is it a silent Black Lives Matter protest? But also, you have to understand that this is these are the same people who have also talked about her and Simone Biles about their hair, you know, and being black women, but yet it's like they can never do anything right. Okay, my hair isn't straight enough. My hair isn't fine enough or curly enough. Oh, I didn't place my hand over my heart. Okay, so I'm not patriotic enough. Like what, like how are we supposed to prove that we are American just like you are? You can't, it's a, it's a, um, it's a battle you'll never win because you're never, you're never be enough. If you are just like during the Olympics when I believe she was the Italian, um, contestant she said that oh um i guess i have to paint my skin black in order to win so now it's like oh now you're too black oh black people win everything it goes back and um martin luther king talked about it um also during his lifespan that there will always be a reason people don't like you they won't like the way you talk they won't walk like the way you walk like the amount of popularity you have it's a battle you will never win in life you will never be good enough your hair will either be too kinky or too straight your skin will either be too light or too dark your lips will be too full or too thin it's a never-ending battle and it's very unfortunate um and it's hurtful because the one time when we should all set aside our uh predispositions and support we couldn't instead of just saying team usa it's why is her hair too kinky? Or, 
oh, she wasn't raised by her, her biological parents. What does that have to do with about a balance beam, um, a vault, or a floor exercise? Nothing. So mm-hmm. let's just shut up. Since everyone wants to tell Colin to sit down and shut up, how about we shut up and watch the Olympics, support Team USA, and the fact that these athletes bust their butts to um, bring home the gold and to support this country. You cannot tell someone to shut up and stand in support of a country when they do whatever they can to support the country and the country mocks them for how they look. Right. It's hypocrisy. And so I think a lot of people need to sit down and think about that and, and stop rationalizing oppression, stop rationalizing racism, stop watering it down and finding ways to justify it to help you sleep better at night and call a spade a spade. It is what it is. I mean, but on Vulture.com, like they talked about um, Gabby Douglas not placing her hand on her heart and they and I'm a quote uh, the national anthem and pledge of allegiance are not the same and there's no Olympic or constitutional requirement to hold one's hand over their heart or sing during it uh, still trolls will troll and other than uh, get to enjoy her second team gold medal in peace Douglas had to defuse the situation on Twitter uh, writing in a note that uh, she meant no uh, disrespect and was simply standing at attention like every other medalist. And she, you know, hashtags go USA, Team USA, Final Five. But obviously we all know about Black Twitter, um, but Black Twitter supports her. Somebody said at Billy the Boss on the anniversary of Mike Brown's killing, she did right. And another person also, also at Son of Malcolm X, Salute to Gabby Douglas for not putting her hand over her heart during National Anthem. Stand for something. So, I mean, again, going back to having the freedom of speech, having the right to protest or not protest, in her sense, she said that she simply wasn't protesting. She was just standing in attention. And they also said it's not the Pledge of Allegiance. If she doesn't want to place her hand over her heart, she doesn't have to. Right. And the thing, uh, also, um, in Houston, not that long ago, White Lives Matter protested in front of the NAACP in the Third Ward, and they came out armed with um, open carry weaponry and their mm. Confederate flags, um, and in protest of the NAACP. But no one made a, a fuss over that. They literally came in front of the NAACP with their flags and their banners saying "White Lives Matter" and their weapons in public, but no one said any issue about that. And so again, it goes back to equality. I love all people, white people, black people, Asian people, Hispanic people, Indian people, God's people, all people. So my thing is, again, equality. No one found anything weird, wrong, upsetting, that this group who calls themselves White Lives Matter mm-hmm. had guns in the open right in front of the NAACP. And they again said that they were exercising their first and second amendment rights, their rights to bear arms and their rights to freedom of speech. And no one had an issue. Or if they did, it wasn't as publicized. And that's the thing. What's good for the goose needs to be good for the gander. Um, if you're going to say that Black Lives Matter is the, the black version of the KKK, what do you say about White Lives Matter? Yeah. But it's the double standard. And it's going back to Jesse Smollett, you know, saying open your eyes and see who gets the pass and who doesn't. You know, also with the police brutality with uh, Philandro Castile having the right to bear arms. But he was penalized for it. So it's still the same thing. Right. And even if, let's just say, let's say if Gabby Douglas did mean mean to not put her hand over her heart her purposefully or there was mm-hmm. a reason behind it. So, like, that's literally her choice. And I say that even with the White Lives Matter. They stood outside with Confederate flags, hashtag White Lives Matter. You know what I say to that? So, what can I do? This is your constitutional right. If I'm a true American who supports the Constitution, who supports this country, I cannot say because I am black, it is okay and acceptable for black people to protest but not white people. Mm-hmm. If the Ku Klux Klan wants to march up and down the street peacefully, 
I can't stop that. Now, I cannot like it. I can uh, not be happy about it, but I can't go around killing them. I can't go around um, taking away their rights or blockading them from protesting. Just as they, uh, the young, the woman, the soccer player, she was prevented from her protest. So, in all fairness, let's just have equality across the board. Again, I'm not saying you have to like it. I'm not saying that you have to say, yes, Colin Kaepernick, get on your knee. Yes, Colin Kaepernick, get on that bench. I'm not saying that at all. Mm -hmm. What I am saying is just respect the man's choice. Don't tell him to to shut up and play ball. Don't um, threaten his life. Um, Again, it's your right to burn his jersey. If you can afford in these economic (laughs) times to buy a jersey just to set it on fire, good for you. Right, you buy that jersey and put more money in that man's pocket and then you set it up fire. You do that. Um, but that's your choice. I'm all for respecting the choice of those, whether I agree with them or whether I disagree with them. Um, and just uh, also, a lot of people have talked about the Star Spangled Banner, a.k.a. the National Anthem. And um, what's the big issue with it is, um, while, again, to me, it doesn't matter. The Star Spangled Banner could literally say ABC ice cream and cake, shake, 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 for all I care. <laughs> but um, because, again, you you don't have to explain yourself and why you're protesting something. I don't think you do. But just for clarification, a lot of people um, are talking about the third, the end of the third verse of the Star Spangled Banner, where it says, no refuge could save the harrowing and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. And the Star Spangled Banner in triumph doth wave or the land of the free and the home of the brave. So essentially it's just saying, any slaves caught running, die. And so that's why a lot of people are justifying that he doesn't have to stand for it because in the full song, they're literally saying, if you run, you go to the grave. And so um, I just wanted to clarify that because a lot of people may not be aware of it mm-hmm. or that portion of the song. Because I know we usually only sing the first verse. And to be honest, until I heard about it, I didn't know. So right, um, right. Neither did I. Right. Some- but again, even if it did, even if it didn't have that clause uh, of slavery in there. This man has every right to protest, just as the Ku Klux Klan, the Black Panther, the Black Lives Matters, White Lives Matters, whoever it is, you have the right to peacefully protest. Now, taking a life is different. Right. You know, <laughs> you're at Mystic and T, do not promote violence, violence at part. all. And we're open to the opinions of others, whether they agree with us or differ from ours. We support the right to um have your voice be heard. Um, and then also I wanted to say, which I thought was interesting, um, going back to people not agreeing with Kaepernick's method, um, one argument could be that his method was chosen because as time, um, methods evolve. For example, mm-hmm. we don't always write handwritten letters anymore because we have email and text mm-hmm. messages and everything else up under the sun. Right. Um, and so Mark Lamont Hill tweeted August 25th, 2014. They left Brown's body in the streets in shameful spectacle of state violence. He's talking about Mike Brown. Eerily reminiscent of lynched bodies that hung for hours. Hill has been um, vocal in saying uh, in the past, quoted, we used to hang up in trees like strange fruit. They would lynch us. Oh, they do. They do still do it. They just do it by other means. We're not hanging down from trees because hanging down from trees is politically incorrect. Instead, you see Mike Brown's body laid down for four hours. His body laid there for four hours. That's lynching. What happened Mm. to Tamir Rice was a lynching. Um, And so basically, Mr. Hill is now saying that there's a new age of lynching. There's a new age of um, oppression. And Mm -hmm. so counter to that is when methods evolve, Counter methods have to evolve. Right. Um, and I, again, I'm not saying that I support what Kaepernick is doing or that I would do the same. But what I am saying is that for those who say, oh, the method, well, just because we don't see people, if, just because it's not common to see a person hanging from a tree today 
doesn't mean oppression doesn't exist. I had a person on my uh, social media literally post saying oppression doesn't exist in 2016. And I laughed so hard. Just because it's like, what? Like, that's one of the most <laughs> ignorant statements. That, are you serious, though? Like, where do you live? Oppression <laughs> totally exists in 2016. And so that's the thing. Um, racism hasn't been eradicated. It needs to be. Equality definitely needs to be enforced. And mm-hmm. we just simply have to respect people's right to protest, people's right to their freedom of speech, whether we agree with it or not, we have to respect their constitutional rights, just as we have the right to counter-protest. We have the right to burn Kaepernick jerseys or, you know, stand outside the uh, NAACP if that's your fancy, just as Black Lives Matter has the right to protest. You have the same tools. Use them. Right. Let's not kill. Let's not Mm -hmm. threaten the lives of someone who's different. And Again, it's not necessarily just a white or black thing, because as I mentioned earlier with Natalie Maines from the Dixie Chicks, she's a white woman, blonde haired, but her life was threatened. The lives of her band members were threatened because they opposed George President or former President George W. Bush. So it's just where, what people don't want to hear. Right. And it what gets people to that, don't want like, to talk about. To get to death. I'm not going to sit here and say like, um, you naturally faith are a Rams fan. I myself am a Patriots fan. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and say, Oh, you a Rams fan? I'ma kill you. What? <laughs> right, right, right. Does it have to get to this place of such violence? Can we just not agree to disagree? We can simply say that the next time that they play each other, which is December fourth, <laughs> we speak who the true victor shall be in this game. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, I definitely agree. It, it shouldn't be a threatening of lives. We all have, hey, we're all human. We're all individuals. We have different opinions. You may not have the same opinion as Kaepernick. You may not have the same opinion as any other athlete, Gabby Douglas, um, the Dixie Chick singer, but still respect the fact that they have their freedom of speech. They have the right to voice their opinion. Is not your opinion because it's their opinion. So leave it at that. Right. Exactly. So um, racism in America is real. Oppression does exist in 2016. It's an unfortunate thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just wanted to discuss it and shine a light on it and pr- pretty much give you the facts. It's not so much where where we're trying to um, persuade you either way, but these are the facts. The facts are Colin Kaepernick protested. It's within his constitutional rights. There are many who oppose his methods, which are their constitutional rights. Um, but at the end of the day, something needs to be done. Of coming together of unity needs to be done to eradicate racism from this country. And also, if you're going to say you're American and you love America, you support America, rah, 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 America, well, you got to love all parts of America. And part of that is respecting a person's constitutional rights. Um, And so that's pretty much what we're saying is, you know, whether you agree or disagree, put some respect on it. Like, put some respect on the Constitution. And whether you like it or not, we're a melting pot. So you're not going to have the same views and the same opinions and the same ideals as the next person. Right. And all, enough of this light skin, dark skin stuff. Like, Willie Lynch died long ago. <laughs> Why is he still living? Right. Like, can we let his idea die, people? Like, can we stop, like, the, like, like stop acting light skin? Well, I can't, sir, because I was born light skin. So any act that I perform <laughs> is that of a light skin person. Like, let's not divide ourselves anymore because we're not getting anywhere and it's it goes back to even with america um united we stand divided we fall like that's mm-hmm. just what it is it, the, the we're stronger in numbers when we come together it's just easier that way so let's put our differences aside and stand together and again as far as america goes let me tell you there's isis there's the al-qaeda 
and North Korea has been testing some nuclear weapons here. So yeah. I suggest Americans, we all come together before we all get blown the heck up. Like, you know, we stop fighting each other because you're making it real easy. And I say you because I'm not fighting. <laughs> I'm on board. I, love, I understand the laws that are founded upon this nation. So you opposers need to get on board, stand together in support because we already have so many enemies and people attacking us from every angle and side that we don't need to attack ourselves because when we fight within our own country, that allows the outsiders to sit back and watch as we fools kill ourselves. Right. And that goes even within the black community. People can sit back and say, well, we don't have to do damage because um, there's so much black on black crime. We'll just let them eradicate themselves. And when their numbers are low, we'll, clean up the rest of them stop making it easy for people and as far as america stop making it easy for people with us fighting each other in this country right i definitely agree with that but going on like the black on black crime i really dislike when people say oh black lives matter the main issue is the black on black crime Obviously, we know that. But when Tyrone kills Tyrese, Tyrone going to jail. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yes, you're right. That's like, yeah, like, that's not justifying stuff like, well, we would care more if y'all care. No, that's not how it works. Like, period. Care about lies regardless. Like, that doesn't mean anything. It's not like if I see two I don't know, dogs fighting, I'm going to go shoot a dog and say, well, they're fighting each other anyway. Right. I was just, right. the, I was tired of hearing the barking, so well, I just, just, I just them. helped them out. I was just helping them out. Right. Like, this is not how it works. It's not, think about your kids. If you have two children and they fight each other, you're not going to take one out and say, well, they were fighting too much for me. They obviously didn't care about each other, so I just <laughs> decided to eliminate part of the problem. Right. That's not fix how it the problem. Works. Work to get, we're, we need to work together to fix the problem. Right. So, together, educate yourselves. Um, I, I encourage all of our listeners some homework. Please read the U.S. Constitution in its full capacity. Um, mm-hmm. Know your rights and the rights of others. Remember, what the Constitution says applies to everyone, not just you. When it says that you have the right to freedom of speech, it doesn't mean that you can say whatever you want and then not allow someone else that same option um the second amendment the right to bear arms it doesn't mean that you can carry a gun and then get mad when tyrone has a gun as well or um bit little billy what's good for the goose good for the gander that's how america rolls we're on equality and if you don't like it well as a lot of people like to say then leave right right but right. Then <laughs> saying that that's again un-American because the whole premise of America is to respect people's views. So when you tell somebody, well, if you don't like it, you can get on out of here. Uh, that's un- un-American. Like, no, when I was born into this country, I like the doctor didn't say, congratulations, Brianna, you are not American. But within those rights, make sure that you fall in line. Otherwise, you must leave this country. No. <laughs> no this is word. I have a print that says, fall in line or fall out of this country. That's not how America works. (laughs) So um, please stop telling people to leave if they don't like certain things because that's their right. They can say, I don't like this. And then you can say, well, I don't like you. And you would be right to say that. You totally can tell someone, well, I don't like you. But that's pretty much as far as it's going to go. Like, that's it. That is true. But with Colin Kaepernick, he can say, well, if you don't like my stance, y'all could just leave. Right, exactly. You can you use the same a forty niners game. Y'all could, can go to the LA Rams. Right, it could work the same way. All right, if you don't want to see me, Neil, you could just leave. You don't have to watch the game. You could turn exactly. off your TV. Exactly. So I mean, let's let's be logical people here and stop being dramatic. Talking about you should die, or I hope your family dies, or like, go back to Africa. Right, because that's weird. I've never been to go back. Like, I, when people say stuff like that, that's weird. Like, what? If I'm American by birth, means I haven't been there. So, go back? 
Just like, how but are you I supposed think, to go back if I've never been? Like, right. Like, I don't, where, where I'm supposed to go? I don't have a house there. What? <laughs> right. <laughs> right, you got people here? Where they at so I can stay there? Because I don't know I nobody. Have, I don't know nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been. Yeah. I don't have any aunties, uncles, grandmamas, great-grandmamas. <laughs> Right, I wouldn't like, be able to help you. Right. You have to go like Ancestry.com and get the little swab test and break it on down. But you still wouldn't find an address. Right. You'd just be like, oh, okay, I do have somebody out there. Still wouldn't right. be able to find them. <laughs> I see. And again, it's a melting pot. And so, I mean, technically, uh, you were born in young blood. So technically, you're Native American faith. So, really, you're home already. You're here. You arrived. This is home. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, don't let the shade fool you, people. This is America. We're a melting pot. Just accept it. Whether you you don't, you won't have to like it. You just have have to to respect it. Respect it it and accept it that this is what it is. Oh, America. Land of the free. Home of Colin Kaepernick. (laughs) Exactly. Well, that concludes our episode tonight. We hope you enjoyed um, the episode and that it educated you, shed some light. Um, yes, you and thank you, Brie, for being back. I'm happy to be back here um, to help spread the word and educate America <laughs> on my stances and thoughts. Um, <laughs> if you have any thoughts, guys, please share with us whether mm-hmm. you agree with our um, opinions or disagree with our opinions, whether you hate us, whether you want to burn our jerseys, though we don't have any. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Don't burn Just- my husband's jerseys. He has no part of it. <laughs> but if you want to buy a whole bunch of them, you can't. He's exactly. not a 49er, so you know, that's great. Um, but yeah, let us know. Tweet us, Instagram us, Facebook us. Hashtag XLT. Please use the hashtag so we can um, see your responses. We'd love to know your opinions. Um, Sunday is Patriot Day. Like, literally, it's a holiday. And it's also going to be the Patriots game. So I'm super excited about this. Um, And then Monday Monday night, my husband plays old Colin Kaepernick. Um, I do hope he sacks him, but not for the reason everybody wanted him to. But <laughs> we do want to get those sacks under our belt. Yes. <laughs> but yes, thank so. you guys, and we'll be seeing you next week. Bye. Later.